Welcome to a special edition of What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, recorded during our 2019 Global Summit in Hong Kong, you'll hear Dr. Josh Packard, CEO of the Packard Group, break down ways social science helps us create better workspaces. Hi, uh, I'm Dr. Josh Packard here at the Cornet Summit in Hong Kong. It's been a fantastic couple of days getting to meet everybody and, and talk about how the social sciences can help us engineer better workplaces and, and ultimately drive meaningful participation from our employees. The, the way we design our workspaces can help us meet one of the biggest challenges of the 21st century. And that challenge specifically is that we're living through an era of declining trust in all of our organizations. And this is a, a fundamental change in the way that people interact with not only government institutions and voluntary associations, but also, and most crucially, with our workplaces. Now, we have a role to play in corporate real estate in helping to design spaces that actually engineer for trust. In fact, just yesterday, we were touring uh, a new work, workspace at HSBC that was, that was doing a really great job of this. Um, and to give you just one small example, by moving um, some of the corner offices out into open workspaces, but replacing them not with other cubicles or other workspaces, but with common shared workspace, because what they wanted to incentivize is uh, collaboration and teamwork, right? So when we see those kinds of things happening, and we see that there's a commitment in the organization not only to giving lip service to collaboration and innovation and teamwork, but also through design, then we end up finding that our employees are much more likely to believe us when we say those things of, well, we really value here is your ability to work in teams and groups and get along with other people and produce new ideas. Now, specifically, the research around how employees can be engaged and, and we can work through this declining level of trust that employees have for their organizations consists of four components. So let's take those one at a time. Activity. Do your employees have meaningful roles to play in shaping the organization? So often our employees are given tasks to do on behalf of the organization, but we don't give them actual roles to play, uh, get, depending on which team they're in or what group they're in or which task they're accomplishing. And this is the most stressful thing for any group, is when you're a part of a group, but you don't know why you're there. Too often our, uh, our leaders aren't doing a very good job of communicating what exactly they're expecting from their employees in a particular situation. And if we can increase the level of meaningful roles that people have to play in the organization, increase the amount and the type of them, then we'll bridge that trust gap pretty significantly. Secondly, participation. Are your employees consumers only? Do they just carry out your tasks? Um, or are they co-creators? Are we communicating the value of co-creation through space where those kinds of things happen um, or are we segmenting off people into individualized workspaces where we're really telling them your job here is to produce individual, uh, is to produce in your individual role based on a set of tasks that I give you. Now, it's not always the case that you can give employees a co-creative ability, but as often as you can, we should be looking to bring them into that process. It not only increases engagement, but it increases ownership in the company. Uh, Third conversation, do your employees learn from you and do you learn from your employees? Communication and conversation are a two-way street wherein if it's a real conversation, you have the ability to be transformed as much as your employees have 
the ability to be transformed by you. It's tempting to be very hierarchical when we're communicating, you know, jobs and responsibilities and, and what's expected in terms of outcomes. But we really need to get to a place where we're not only doing that work, but we're also doing a good job of listening and not just listening for the sake of having voices heard, but listening in a way that might actually open you up to changing your own behavior as a boss or a leader. And, we can, and again, we can communicate those, that kind of value through design as well, where we're not um, having all of the teamwork workspaces um, segmented off behind closed doors, but we're actually giving a little bit more transparency and a little bit more open air to let people understand that the, everybody can learn from the conversations that are going on without having them be too disruptive. We're trying to find a, a good fine line between those things. Lastly, community. Are your employees connected to your organization and to each other? So we know that um, we know the value of having engaged employees who are connected to the organization, but we don't often do as good of a job of making sure that employees are connected to each other. We're trying to maximize every square foot in the building, so we're not giving these sort of um, third spaces where people can bump into each other. We're not necessarily encouraging people to uh, um, and communicating to people the value that they get to know each other as well as they get to know and uh, um, their organization and do their jobs well. What we find is that when employees are really connected to each other, they're much less likely to leave, even if they're not in a situation that they particularly enjoy at the moment. They'll stay because of the people that they like working with. So as we're thinking about design and space and the workplace of the future, we need to constantly pay, be paying attention to the social dynamics inside of our workspaces and how those groups and teams evolve and emerge and how they're going to actually work together and interact with each other. If we just sort of leave it up to chance, then a lot of bad habits develop. But if we just put a little bit of thought into activity, participation, conversation, and community, we can actually engineer workplaces that are more trustful and more trustworthy. That is, that they are, that they are actually worth our employees' trust. Again, I'm Dr. Josh Packard. You can find more about that and change efforts in general at thepackergroup.net. Thank you. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.